0: Welcome to Stay Engaged 2021. Everything you know and love about IAB Engage, but brought to you day by day. It's Engage, but offstage. Stay Engaged is hosted in partnership with Quantcast, creators of a new and innovative intelligent audience platform. In today's offstage session, Lab Bible Group's award-winning data specialist and Director of Data, Intelligence and Planning, Anna-Lee Bridgestock is joined by Director of Lab Bible Group's in-house creative team, David Milson. To get to the root of a hotly debated question, does data kill creativity? Together they tackle some of the most commonly debated topics around data and creativity and how they should work together for optimal results. Hi,
1: everyone. Welcome to our IAB Stay Engaged podcast. I'm Annalie Bridgestock and I head up the data intelligence and planning team at Ladd Bible Group. I'm here to discuss data and creativity. Specifically, does it harm or help it? Today, I've got David Milsom, who heads up our creative department, Joyride. Hey, David. Thanks so much for joining me today.
2: Hello, Annalie. Great to be here.
1: And before we get into it, just to set up the context for today's audience who may not know us that well, Lad Bible Group is one of the world's largest publishers. We have an audience approaching a billion every month and we reach two thirds of the UK's millennials and Gen Z. We are the number one authoritative voice on all things social and our content is on every platform. We have five core websites with ladbible.com being the second biggest news website in the UK after the BBC. David, could you go through and talk about what you do at Joyride?
2: Yeah, I certainly can. So Droid is uh, the creative team that sits within our Bible group. In a nutshell, we work with brands who are looking to connect with that massive audience that you just mentioned. And we do that through creating content with those brands that feels really native to our channels and entertains and informs our audience.
1: So I think it's worth mentioning that the data intelligence and planning team, also known as DIP, are a new unit that was started a year ago and is made up of data people, who I like to call creative intelligence specialists, who work across the business but also spend a lot of time working with Joyride. So I'd like to start today by talking about the big one. Does data kill creativity? And it really feels like this debate just doesn't go away. How long do you think this has been going on for?
2: Well, I mean, it's certainly been going around for a while. I think I was aware of it when I started out many moons ago, and it's still popping up in my newsfeed in various forms today. So I just think the problem is when I see it, it's a bit of an eye roll moment. I just don't think most people in our industry think that's the case. I think most people know that good creative has always been based on truth, you know, an insight about the world, an insight about human behaviour. And this comes from data. Obviously, back in the day, this is more analog. I think it looked and felt very different to how it does today. And I think there's a lot of tech around data today that can be quite intimidating, but I think the fundamentals are still true. And I think just creativity needs data.
1: And I also think it's a debate that many just really love getting into. So especially depending on their current circumstances or experiences. So there are so many new offerings and data sets and in terms of skill sets that happen. And actually that causes moments of friction and frustration because when these arise, they require new ways of working and thinking. And actually this debate then comes up all over again because of frustrations. But, you know, despite all of this, I do agree. And I think inherently people do know that data and creatives should go hand in hand. Yeah.
2: So I think, should we say we're past the data killing creativity thing? We could just end the podcast now. So we're not going to do that. I think a more kind of interesting discussion point really around here, certainly from my side, is creative getting all it can out of data. Is creativity making the most of the opportunity that data presents us? I think what I found amazing coming to a social publisher is the audience engagement that we get. You know, this two-way relationship that we have with our audience. Every day we're putting out creative and millions of people are giving us insights about it. I'm interested in how can the creative teams better plug into this and really make the most of it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really good point because last year we anonymized and captured over 45 million comments to power our own social listening tool. And we collect something like 150,000 rows of performance data daily. And I think it's really easy to say a big number like that. But actually, if you imagine that my team are charged with not just formatting it, every single row, cleaning it, processing it, and then actually analyzing and communicating that back to the business, you can get an idea of how much data we have. And with that, there are plenty of challenges and friction points that probably keeps leading back to this discussion. And I think a really good example of how great data can help creative opportunities is the Sainsbury's data playback campaign from last year. And actually, so they use sales data, which, you know, they've collected for a really long time in a really clever way. So they use this data to crown top buyers of products in local areas. So users would get an email like, Diana in Walthamstow was the top buyer of Felix for cats. And people were honestly going online and saying, oh, got an email from Sainsbury's. This is honestly one of the best achievements of my life then they'd share a photo of them being a number one buyer of Marmite in the area. And it's just such a simple thing, but so clever. And it caused a huge social stir, even came up on radio stations. And all of this was based on the insight. People don't mind being targeted with personalized messages as long as they're thanked for their custom. So again, a really great example of how data can provide opportunities for creativity. And actually, if anyone is finding that they are killing creativity with data, they really need to stop and assess what they're doing.
2: I think when people do... Get the perception that data is killing creativity. I think a lot of that is down more to how the data is being shared and communicated and less about the data in and of itself. We've got a billion times more data today than we had even 10 years ago. But the fact is creative brain capacity is still the same size. All due respect to my very brainy creative team, but it's true. They can only absorb so much information. And I think what you see now during a campaign is that Creatives just get exposed to this huge amount of data. Yes, it's the big insight stuff at the start of a project about an audience, category trends, cultural trends, but it's also the really precise insights that you get as well around content optimization as they're making work. And I think when you think about a big campaign with multiple deliverables, loads of different pieces of content going out, probably over different platforms, this can end up being, I think, really overwhelming for them. And it doesn't really matter if it's all good insight too much of it is always bad. It has to be focused and it has to be really compelling so that they can interpret it and understand it. And I always think back to our first meeting, obviously on a Zoom, given the way the world is, and you had a lot of complex technical stuff to take me through about your plans for the team. But you just made them so simple and clear and you you know delivered them with such passion and energy. And I think this just set a real precedent for how data should be shared within our business. And I think your team carries that spirit through and you know why they've made such a great impact.
1: So I think based on all this, really, we should just end this debate once and for all and say that data, if done correctly, does not kill creativity. And actually, we know that since the data team was started here, we're five times more likely to convert commercial briefs. So actually, my main outtake is if you're killing creativity with data, you need to stop and reassess the way you're working, because actually, we're probably servicing the wrong data, too much insights, and we need to adapt our communication of this data. So in many cases, less is more, just don't share everything and make sure that we share what's relevant to the brief. So I want to spend a bit of time next talking about how data and creativity powers engagement. The better the data, the better the creativity and therefore the better the engagement, right?
2: Yeah, it's an interesting area and I think they're all really closely linked. So I think in social, you can have a a great piece of creative that's based on some really strong data and you're going to create something almost certainly that the audience is going to like with that, right? And they will start to engage with that. And then you can take that engagement and use that to create more and more data that informs the next piece of creative and so on. So you kind of create this virtuous circle with engagement at the heart. It's really the engine that's kind of driving everything forward. And when we talk about engagement, there's just so many different types. There's likes and comments, which I think people will be super familiar with. I think shares, super interesting. It's kind of word of mouth marketing happening online. You can also get quite forensic about it and look at things like watch time and drop off rates. And I think they're all just super, super valuable. My team are, are really clear about the importance of this engagement data, the importance of listening to the audience and effectively engaging with the engagement because they know that it's just one of the best ways of, of pushing the creative work forward.
1: So I guess, again, I'm hearing that we're getting a lot of data in real time and we're able to actually feed this into our work as we go uh, as a result of that's helping us drive massive engagement for our audiences. And I can see how this affects, I guess, optimum performance, but how do you see this helping creativity
2: lots of different ways. I think one that I'm really into is just the speed of data. It's so instant. So I think you think of engagement, it's pretty instant data. You put something out, you get a response. And I think your guys are just absolute magicians bringing us some really detailed insight in, in, in a matter of hours, really. And I think when we think about the, the digital environment, we think about modern communications, everything's just moving so fast. And I think creativity needs to move fast with it. And I think in this environment, it really benefits from momentum you know, and speed and pace. I think if things get dragged out for too long because you're waiting for a big study to come out, I think you just lose some of that energy. And I think at a practical level too, if things just take too long, data can miss the boat and arrive too late to influence the creative. So, you know, I really think speed is really of the essence when it comes to data and creativity working together.
1: And I think what I've seen from a speed point of view is, you know, we launch polls and get over 100,000 responses in a few hours. And it's just incredible. And I think the challenge then is actually what we do with that and how to make sure that data makes the biggest difference, because it can be so overwhelming to have all that data. And, you know, we need to make sure it's really robust, but also get it out to the people who need to get it in a really easy to understand way. And I guess it really sounds like the dream, doesn't it? If you're able to get data to insight quickly and apply it, it sounds like we're living the dream over here.
2: I think it's part of the dream. I think we've talked a lot about speed and I don't want to kind of go against that, but I'm also really, you know, excited about the long-term engagement and data plays that you can make. As a publisher, we publish hundreds of pieces of content, you know, every week to hundreds of millions of, of people. And I think when you have that engagement data over that period of time, you can start to see some really interesting trends forming. And I think quick data helps you be quite reactive, but I think bigger data over time helps you be much more predictive. And I think at quite a deep level, you can start to understand what your audience is really into. You know, I think how people engage with digital content actually tells you a lot about their real world behaviour and their opinions on a, you know, a whole range of different things. All of this is perfect for feeding into the development of a big idea and a campaign. It's really important for me to stress, I think at this point, that none of this is about getting rid of the creative process. We still want the creative teams to explore their own stuff, to each other chat to other creatives obviously make that creative leap I think there'll always be a lot of unknowns however much data we have there'll be a lot of unknowns that you have to work through on a campaign and we want that and we embrace that but I think what this data does is give us a framework for the creative just so we know that it's much more likely to work
1: So I guess there are two main things to take away from how data and creativity drive engagement. So one is that if brands use their two-way relationships with an audience to capture feedback in the form of data in real time, it can be used to firstly drive short-term fast changes, but then also used to influence your bigger, longer-term thinking. And secondly, it's really critical to make sure that we're adapting our approach to deliver actionable results as quickly as possible to keep the creative momentum going. So our final theme for today is around how a data and creative led culture can drive opportunity engagement for your business. And to start with, I'd really love to talk about how it was for me joining Lad Bible to create the dip team. It was amazing to see how embedded data already was in the business. So we didn't have a central or standalone data team. And many areas of the business had already become really data driven and literate out of necessity. And it's really rare and special actually, because a lot of the time you build from the center out. So data first, build teams around it, and you have this core process. And actually, you then have to instill data behavior and data-led behavior, because actually the reliance is there on the central team. But it's been built the other way around. Actually, it it really drives a great data-led culture. What do you think about the data-led culture here?
2: I've worked in some quite un-data-driven environments. I could even say they were quite hostile to data. And I've worked in ones that use data as well. And I think, for me, what I've learned from those experiences... To get the most out of data and creativity, it's as much about the culture and the way that people think as it is any new sort of fancy technology or or, or even capability. I think because ultimately it's not the data people who benefit from the data, right? It's the rest of the business. It's, It's those teams that the data feeds into. And I think if you've got your whole business, and I don't just mean the creative teams, the whole business, willing to engage with that data, listen to all this new insight that you can get from your audience, It's just a huge opportunity for innovation and growth across the whole organisation. Because then everyone has a role in spotting opportunities, testing ideas and pushing things forward, supported by the data.
1: I think you've actually touched on a really critical point. In the business that we're in, we are creating content and engagement. It's a creative-led business. And in the end, our data doesn't usually end up with other data people. And so really, we need to evolve to stay relevant. And actually, I had a great quote last week from someone in the data team who said, you know, we really run the risk of being too smart or thinking we're too smart. And I really loved that from her because actually, it's true. If we keep going in that sort of fashion, we run the risk of alienating ourselves and being left out of the process altogether. And we have to recognize that just because more people are doing data or using data in their daily lives doesn't mean we're out of a job. It means our jobs become different. So it's about being the experts in interpretation, connecting the dots across different sources that not everyone has access to, and actually becoming creative data consultants. And I already see us taking on this role at Lad Bible.
2: And I also think that Lad Bible. It's not just that we've just understood data from the beginning. I think we've also understood the impact of data on creative. And to your point, this isn't to say that we're all data specialists, you know, the same way we're not all creatives, you know, we're definitely not. But I think we understand at a fundamental level across the business the relationship that you need to make one make the other better. You know, I think about our studios team just been set up who are kind of working on our original content work. They really mine the data that they have to make the stuff that they make. It is a Netflix kind of model. And I think our marketing team as well are in pretty much near constant dialogue with our audience, you know, and all of that conversation informs their campaign. Both are super into their data and they understand that. But at the same time, when they need you know, that extra bit of insight or to go down deeper into what they've found, they can come to you for that specialism. And I just think that there's a lovely mantra we have across the business. You know, lots of people coming up with ideas and suggestions for new products, innovations, all of those sort of things. But the first question that anyone says when someone has a new idea is, what does the audience think? Let's go and speak to the audience. And I think that's just a great mantra to have.
1: And I think the audience-led culture is, again, a really important point. So we recognise that creatives will have and always have come up with hypotheses during their own creative processes. So one of the things that we've implemented this month is changing the way that we work and actually ensuring we adapt to the existing creative process. So we've tried to do this data inception thing where we actually share cultural insights, audience and category insights in your own creative forums so that we actually inform creative ideas before briefs even land. And by adapting our way of working and our way of communicating, we actually share the knowledge in a way that will characterize our success. And we don't want to overwhelm, but actually inspire and support and help drive those creative ideas from inception. So to wrap up, I think data and creative led culture can really drive engagement, but only if we do with the following so one is adapting our style and approach so it's about more flexibility about a two-way conversation we can't be rigid and inflexible secondly we need to foster a data culture at the business so sharing data in interesting ways and adapting to existing processes or informing new ones and thirdly you know if we build a specialism don't use siloed teams
2: for sure probably the one thing you know i i'd add to that is embracing the relationship between data and creativity as well across the business good ideas can come from anywhere an understanding of data can come from anywhere but also how those two disciplines fit together just understanding that and appreciating that is is so important too
1: we could go on and talk about the intricacies of the debate around data versus creativity for hours but i think we need to save that for another time you know i've really enjoyed discussing this topic with you and i hope you the audience listening have enjoyed listening to us today and if you take away three things from today it's number one data does not kill creativity the two need each other just as much as they ever did Two: the role of data people in our industry is evolving and we need to become more creative more agile and work closer with creatives and thirdly there is a huge opportunity to drive engagement if you foster the right data and creative culture at your business david thanks so much for joining me today
2: it's great to be here.
1: And everyone else, we would love to hear from you if you want to talk to us about this topic. Thank you so much for your time and we really hope to hear from you soon.
0: You're listening to Stay Engaged from IAB UK. Thank you for tuning in to this off-stage audio session and thanks to our partners at Quantcast. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the stay engaged sessions and for the regular iab uk podcast tomorrow's offstage session is from facebook as they uncover the new techniques that the most advanced advertisers in the world are using to build their brand awareness association and consideration coming up on stay engaged